welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in gorgeous, beautiful Seattle. It's just stunning here. Just finished a lovely walk with Charles early this morning. It's about 55 degrees out. So it was a little bundled, had some hot liquid, you know, Um, but it's beautiful outside. What did he dress up in today? What was his outfit? Oh yeah, just his normal, you know, white coat, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Does have an outfit. He does. He has a curly, beigey, creamy, mm-hmm. you know, thing. Yeah. So he was, he got very, he got on high alert at one point. I was Ooh. like, I'm waiting for a deer to walk out of the woods or something like that. Because he was just like, you know, and he's like, what is he sensing that I can't <laughs> see or hear or feel, you know? Yeah. It was really, that's really nice adorable. having the animal and a safety. That's just like a safety blanket for you. Yeah. Yeah. Although deers don't hurt you, you know, no, deers are just adorable, adorable. Uh, that's right. Other animals larger than deer, like moose, they tend to not well, be we so friendly. Very, I mean, not, not in the urban areas. We well, don't have moose. I mean, no. the last time I saw a moose was like when I was in, uh, oh gosh, I think Wyoming, Oh, you know, I saw a moose okay. and a baby moose too. Aww. Mommy and a baby. It was great. It was gorgeous. So fun thing happening very soon. Um, I'll be teaching again on the Shift Network that's coming up in November. And so prior to that, we are, you know, uh, doing a free online event so you can learn more about the class and do some techniques to really expand your third eye. The class that I will be teaching on the Shift Network in the fall um, in November is called Discover Multisensory Mediumship. Yay! So it's good. it's all about multisensory mediumship. And our free event on the Shift Network is Discover Multisensory Mediumship. It's going to be Saturday, October 14th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. There's an encore of the same free event on Tuesday, October 17th at noon, also uh, Pacific time. You can go to energyintuitive.com, click on the course tab, and you can see a link to this class. You can sign up for it. I love doing free events. It's one of my favorite things about the Shift Network, that they have all these beautiful things that you get to try and experience and work with different teachers, see if you like them, if you want to take the class. This will be a seven-week course in uh, November, and then I will also teach an advanced course following that as well. I'm very, very excited. You want to go uh, receive your information so you can reserve your free seat. Spots are limited. I don't, I don't think so. Okay. Well, that's good. This is an online event. So yeah, you know, usually spots are limited when you do in-house, which we just finished an amazing weekend Reiki workshop. It was incredible. And not only was the people there are so incredible, so aware, so interesting, so fun, which made the class just very fast. Like, I still can't believe I finished that course. And we were so organized. We got through everything so well. But we also taught at the Lodge, which is this beautiful new hotel at St. Edwards Park. And the venue was perfect. The, the food was beyond excellent. And of course, you're just surrounded by beauty the whole time that you're, you know, there. So uh, I will teach another Reiki workshop in May, and that will be my only Reiki workshop next year in 2024. I only take 40 people. So if you are interested in that, make sure you reserve your spot 
soon because that one is limited. Perfection. All right, let's get to these phone lines and we'll take uh, Joanna calling in from Seattle area. Hi, Joanna. Good morning. How are you? Um, Good so morning. you the first one on. Yay. Yay. What can I do for you? Well, um, I just had a physical and my liver enzymes are slightly elevated. Um, uh-huh. And I'm going through just a short um, series of uh, talk therapy with my sisters. There's some childhood trauma we're dealing with. And so just like my spirits, my guides, uh, information on what I need to know about that, this situation. Well, definitely don't drink any alcohol right now. No, like, that's the first we thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and sometimes the, the world culture actually allows for more alcohol to be consumed. That is not healthy for us. You know, a lot of people don't know this, but, and I don't know how much you drank and I'm sure it was okay, but you know, people tend to like, oh, I'll just have another, or, you know, it's just mm-hmm. one of those things in the hospital when we would admit patients, we would ask them about their alcoholic intake every day. Because people who drink regularly could start to have DTs. They could start detoxifying in the hospital because we don't serve alcohol mm. in the hospital. Yeah, right. right. And and so here was our rule. If they said they drank one glass a day, we would consider them an alcoholic. Mm. <laughs> and, and we also assumed that they were not telling the truth, right. that they probably were drinking two a day. So mm-hmm. I think that we don't know. And I mean, everyone throughout the world. Uh, how toxic the consumption of alcohol is. And it mm. really needs to be treated like a treat. Like, I can't even tell you the last time I had a glass of alcohol. I'm sure it's been several weeks, but I don't mm-hmm. even remember where I was or what I had because I barely drink it because I listen to my body. But the other part that's interesting that you brought up is, is about this therapy that you're doing with your family. Yeah. And the liver represses anger. Mm-hmm. So that that's its greatest emotional job is to take anger and repress it into its tissues, right? Mm-hmm. So, so how's it going that therapy session? Well, we just had the second one last night, and I was able to um, to speak out about my, you know, how I want to approach it. My older sister wants to share more. My younger sister hasn't heard much. I'm in the middle, <laughs> and so yeah. I've heard some. Um, I have done, you know, I've been following you for years. I've done a lot of energetic work and, um, my sister's been in talk therapy for 30 years and I'm, I'm not going there. Um, right. Good. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. There's, there's no need when you can heal on the energetic level. So, um, right. I mean, I think it's, if someone's never had therapy, I, I think it's important to get to some hidden stuff. But yeah. to go hash over everything over and over and over again isn't actually great for our immune system. Have you allowed yourself to create your own magical family, which I think is an incredible healing tool for all of our wounded parts of ourselves, where you, in your mind, you make this beautiful home. Uh, it could be a tree house, doesn't matter what it is, where you have family members who may not look like your family, but they're mm. your siblings or your parents, mm-hmm. your grandparents. And they just love, adore, and cherish you all day long. That's that's interesting, yeah. Because as a child, I I always was searching for another mom who would actually love me, like I thought a mom should. But uh, and I did find those those women definitely. Good. Um, of of creating just you know yeah, I can picture that house now immediately. So I'll start. Yeah, and start yeah. doing that every day and at different ages, like mm-hmm. infancy, toddler, because a lot of stuff that kind of gets stuck in our woundology happens before the age of five. Yeah. Uh, right. 
So yeah. So I, I'm sure you're going to be fine, by the way. And and stress itself can increase liver enzymes. I'm sure they'll recheck your liver enzymes in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I, I think you're going to be fine. Great. All right. Thank you so much, Marie. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. You too. <laughs> Thanks, Joanna, for calling in from the Seattle area. And uh, let's take Hong calling in from Portland. Hi, Hong. Welcome to the show. Hi, Benny. Hi, Marie. Hi. Hi, Hong. How are you? Hi. Good. I'm, I'm very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. What can I do for you? Um, I would like a mediumship reading about my health. Oh, so you want a mediumship reading about your health. Okay, so you want dead people to help you with your health? Well, I don't know. I, I guess it's our meeting. Yeah. So no, I, that's. I just want to be clear about what you're asking. So mediumship to me means that I'm talking to people on the other side. But when I'm helping people with their health, I kind of just I, I don't have a rule about how I'm approaching or who's helping. I thought your question was very interesting. And some people do want to know what their uncle thinks or their mother or their dad, like they're curious about that interaction. So I just wanted to get some clarity. Um, so, so I'm just kind of diving into your box. You don't let people in easily. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, I you can disagree that. with me, but uh, I don't think you let people in easily because I'm still standing out your outside of your chakra system waiting to come in because I'm one of those healers I don't run in with a sledgehammer and you know move things around I like to wait till I'm invited so what happens when people aren't very vulnerable or and vulnerability is an essence of true power they contract their energy around them and they contract their energy inside of them and that can create problems within their health situation humans need a lot of subatomic particles in their body to affect their organs, they, they need a lot. And so when you are contracting your auric field, like yours is probably three feet around you. My preference is to have the auric field three city blocks all around you. So you can take in a lot of energy when your auric field's big, it can just absorb, you know, gallons and gallons of subatomic particles. And these particles are alive, if you will, healers. They enhance your organ system, they enhance your chakra system, they enhance your physiology. So as we're talking, you're starting to relax uh, your auric field. It's expanding. It's about seven feet right now. It's going to be moving to about 12 feet, I believe, which is definitely an improvement. Uh, and then you'll start to naturally fill up with energy because the universe isn't a vacuum. It actually just absorbs energy and we want it to absorb high vibrational frequency. And now you're starting, now that your auric field has some more subatomic particles, you're starting to feed some of your chakra system, which is directly related to your anatomy. Is that making sense what I'm talking about? Uh, yes. And I'm trying very hard to open up, <laughs> open up as you're talking. I didn't realize that I have been contracting my, um, my field. I think you've been doing it for a long time. It's just a defense mechanism you created probably from childhood experiences and definitely from previous lifetime experiences where it just felt safer, you know, like, so people who contract, they actually don't trust themselves. And that translates to them that they don't trust others. Because when we have successful connections in life, it's really because we trust ourselves and we trust that we will attract the right people in and that we'll know if we don't and we'll make appropriate 
changes when needed. So really working on valuing and appreciating yourself and believing in you can go a long way in terms of you expanding your aura. And now you, you're like half of a city block right now. And, okay. and what I want you to do when we are finished with the call is really pay attention to how you're feeling the rest of the day, because I think there'll be an, a massive improvement because your auric field's open and you're taking in those subatomic particles. Okay. Yes, I, I will do that. I'll work on that. I think it will be important for you to tell yourself that you're safe too. You know, like, honey, we're safe. Or what if I'm safe? Like have a lot of internal dialogue that's nurturing about safety and that you're okay. And you can let subatomic particles in your body, which in the healing world, when dis-ease moves into the body, it's, it's has a lack of this vibrant particle mass. And so when vibrant particles start to move into the body, then the dis-ease starts to move outward and people can heal very quickly. Okay. Okay. I would do that. Okay. Okay. Is that my message? I, I need to, <laughs> to Pardon? make sure yeah, that's, is that my that's your message. Uh, that is your message. Yeah. That, and, and this is going to be something you'll probably work on your entire mm -hmm. life. This is a very old wound, um, mostly from previous lifetimes where you had significant reasons not to trust people and you were horrifically betrayed. And so you're like, Oh, I'm, not, I'm just going to keep my energy close, keep, keep everything inside. But now it's a different, you know, you live in a different century. It's, it's a wonderful time to be a woman, especially in the majority of the countries in the world, not all of them, but a majority of the countries in the world. So it's, it's a different reality for you. Okay. 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 I will work on that. And I really appreciate the message. Thank you, Marie. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. Yeah. Thanks Hong for calling in from the Portland, Oregon area. We'll stay in the South end there. We'll take uh, looks like McKay or sorry, MK uh, from the Bay area. Hi, MK. Hi. Thanks for having me here. Good morning, Marie. Morning. Good morning. What can I do for you? Um, I have a question about my career. I am feeling really lost and confused what direction I should be focusing on. Um, like a couple years ago, I had that fiery energy, a lot of passion for work. And, you know, I saved a bunch of money um, and I went back to school. I am actually a video content creator um, and I oh. had a lot of work experience in that interest uh, industry worked for a couple of companies and then COVID hit and I couldn't like get my work sponsorship. So I decided to get my MBA in marketing and I developed an interest in social media marketing. Um, but the thing is, I don't really have an experience like work experience. And all I have is an internship on my resume. So uh, I started looking for a job. Okay, where do I start? And I started applying for social media jobs. And I haven't really gotten any interviews. So I'm wondering, like, should I just go back to making videos? It feels so comfortable and it's easy. And I have experience. Start there and then I'll work through uh, my way to in the same company towards social media. Or, like, should I um, just do a contract? Uh, should I be a contractor or should I like start as a part-time position with a company? I'm just really confused. So, and I also provided a bunch of art classes to, um, to kids in the past. And 
Um, that was really rewarding. Um, but right now, I'm just feeling so much resistance. I don't know what it is. Like, is it right. confidence? Is it having so much gap on my resume that I'm not feeling? It's like- none of. It's none of those things. It, it it's actually a lack of self worth. So you mm-hmm. have inside of you a lack of self worth, and that's why you're not getting the things that you want. Um, so you have to work on that. It's not an outside thing. It's an inside thing. So as soon as you start to really love yourself, which is an experience and, yeah. and truly value you, people are going to start to notice you and go, Hey, you'd be great for the job. Oh, we'd love to have you. <laughs> and, and then you can just kind of choose whatever you want to. I would probably yeah, go back to the video. I that fire energy that I don't feel anymore. So well, I don't know what happened. Is- well, nothing happened. You just still had it. You hadn't created the foundation of self-love and self-worth. Once you have the foundation of it, it, it doesn't go away, you know? So you have the fire of energy to manifest and create, which is different than self-love and self-worth. So you have to go back and work on these fundamental relationships with yourself that you are worthy and deserving. You didn't get an, You didn't get that when you were a kid and you didn't get it from previous lifetimes. That's why there's a void. It's probably one of the reasons why you incarnated to the physical realm and you're young. This is such a, uh, it's yeah. such a beautiful and wonderful thing to be working on at such a young age. I and mean, it, it, this could skyrocket your career just wow. by falling in love with you. And even as I'm talking to you, you don't even know what I'm really talking about. You know what I mean? <laughs> because you know what? A couple of years ago, it's like, um, it's like an on and off relationship. Like there are times when I really fall in love with myself and I'm enjoying just being myself and then I fall out of it or, you know, I get a little yeah. lost. So. It has to be something that you put energy in every day. So I know I'm, I use Charles as an example because he's in my life every single day, but I have children and grandkids and other people in my life. I love them every day. Every day I love them. My love doesn't dissipate. Even when they make me frustrated or annoyed, I still love them. So we we don't have that same common sense awareness and ease when it comes to ourselves. So it's something we actually have to work on. I often, as I'm thinking that Charles is so adorable and cute, I'll actually say to myself, well, have I loved myself as much as I've loved Charles today? And then that's my cue because I know what it feels like to love him to be in that vibration of self-worth for, for me. So it's something we have to work on every day. It's like brushing your teeth, combing your hair, taking a shower, going to the bathroom, eating food. It needs to be integrated into your daily activity. Right. Maybe that's what I needed to hear today. I think it is. <laughs> so I would go back to doing the videos for that one company. Yeah. Because when you talked about it, there was a flow in it. There was relaxation. Uh, If you need to be working, I would go do that. And then then as your confidence improves your self-worth, you'll get different opportunities and you can grab them and go for it and they will be successful. I'm sorry, did you say, should I go back into making videos again? Yeah, that sounded like the most ease and fun for you. Like your energy expanded when you talked about it. For now, just for now, you know? Right. Okay? Right, okay. Okay. Yeah. But you get, to, you get to do whatever you want. You get to do whatever you want. That's true. Oh. Yeah. And then maybe <laughs> slowly I change my direction. Who knows? I, I think you can have a fabulous career. I, I think you made good decisions about what you were educated in. I don't think there's anything wrong. You just need to work on your value. 
Right. Okay. Okay, okay. I'm going to go Thank to the next you. caller. Have a beautiful day. You're welcome. Thanks, bye bye. MK. Yeah, thanks for calling in from the Bay Area. We're going to take our first break of the hour, and we'll be right back with more from Marie. Did you know that your chakras and your auric field talk to each other all day long, communicating important messages and recipes to not only help your body to heal if it has a disease, to stay healthy, and actually to help you evolve and step into your magnificence. Within the aura are layers and layers of color and unique descriptions of vibration, like clouds and strong structures embedded within these beautiful fields that surround you that head out for miles and miles potentially. These beliefs affect your auric fields and communicate to the chakras. And sometimes these beliefs are not really well embedded. They have been perhaps wobbled by previous lifetimes and the information that they're sharing with your chakras could create problems. Join me for a lovely 12-week course on the dance of the chakras and the auric field. Discover how to listen to your aura and your chakras. Learn how to communicate effective information to the auric field, which will enhance the chakra system and your human form. Understand how dialogue between the aura and the chakra affects your current reality and previous lifetimes too. I talk to the chakras and the auric field in every session I'm doing, mostly mental telepathically, and you can too. So join me September 27th through December 20th and find out how to connect and communicate to your gorgeous, phenomenal, and powerful energy system. It's already talking to you and you are gonna wanna know what it says. For more information, visit energyintuitive.com. And welcome back to the Marine Manu Cherry Show. We are live here just outside of Seattle beautiful Northwest weather. We hope that you're having beauty and fun wherever you are in the world as well. And we're taking calls. We certainly are. And uh, let's take now Brad, who's calling him from the New, uh, New Jersey area. Hi, Brad. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Hi, Brad. What can I do for you? Hi. Hi. Um, I guess I'm kind of confused. I'm retired and I was a teacher and thought that was my purpose. I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, why am I here on earth? What is my purpose? What should I be doing? Some people seem to have like this, like my wife is one of them, this clear cut path to get all these messages and confirmation. And I have no clue what my purpose is. <laughs> well, thank you for being a teacher. That is a huge purpose. Thank you for doing that work and taking care of all of our beautiful minds. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Sure. So the reason yeah. why some people can't discover their path, everybody's magnificent. Everyone's amazing. Everyone is gifted and talented beyond their wildest dreams. This is not in question. It's because they have spent the majority of their time in their life, regardless of their age, focused on what other people need and what would make them happy. Uh, they're great caregivers. They're wonderful helpers. They you know, they, they do lovely things for other people in the world, but they have not been focused on their own joy, fulfillment, and happiness. And whatever is in our best interest or part of, you know, part of our purpose, 
it's something that's extremely joyful. It makes us ex very, very happy. It is, um, that's the clarity about our path. It, it doesn't make a lot of logical sense, but from an energetic, emotional awareness, it is happy. It's giddy. It's fulfilling. So in order to get to that place where you can start to sense what's next for you, you're going to have to focus on what really brings you joy. And you may not even know what that is. You're going to have to spend some time figuring that out. Does that make sense what I'm talking about? It does. I mean, uh, my wife has been telling me that for several years now. I think you chose very well. And I think when people choose well in relationships, they should listen to the people who are around them because they are giving them yeah. great advice, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but my purpose here on earth is to find joy. I like it's not to help others or something. Well, so the, our purpose is to help others come from being in joy. So, so for oh. example, the work I do in the world makes me incredibly joyful, no matter what, no matter what the outcomes are, even though I'm so happy that it seems to help people and um, people are value and appreciate it. I do the work I do because it makes me happy. So when you discover things that bring you joy, that is when it's most effective for the rest of humanity. You, you're going to have to be okay. really focused on yourself. So maybe like this weekend, do your best to make a list of 10 things and don't think about your purpose. Just think about your own personal happiness, things that make you really happy. And then start okay. participating in them and doing them. Not the things that, that are, you know, drive your responsibility or help you to not feel guilty because people who haven't really been experiencing their own personal joy tend to feel guilty and responsible for others, even complete strangers. And that's not a healthy energy. Right. right. So, right. Yeah. So you're on, you're, you're on the right track. All your questions are excellent. I can feel your spirit excited and giddy about what you're launching into. Uh, I think you're even going to discover uh, your path, which would be amazing, but you're gonna have to start to feel selfish. Every time you feel selfish, you're gonna be on the right track. Every and that's single what I, I, sorry, time. I was just gonna say, it feels selfish. And I guess I just have to get, I'm glad you said that. I guess I have to get away from that or well, you have, to, you have to, yeah, appreciate that. Like you won't be selfish. You're an old soul. You're highly empathic. You've already devoted your life to caring for others. You've done an excellent job. And, and so that selfish feeling will be a validation that you're on the right track. Okay. That's, that's <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> interesting? Yeah. yeah. So I typically walk Charles twice a day. It gets a lot darker right now in the Northwest. And when I'm done with work today, I'm going to go and spend the rest of the afternoon and the evening at the gym. I'm going to go do some work there. I'm going to work out. I'm going to go for a swim. I don't know when I'm going to be back, hopefully before seven, so I can give him another lovely walk. But I actually already feel selfish about it. I, I feel guilty already a little bit, but I know I'm on the right track. So I'm going to head off and and go have several hours of just me time in a beautiful facility where I can do whatever I want and even grab some food. Okay. Uh, wow. That makes sense. I, yes. What I'm Thank talking about. So much. Yes. You're I, welcome. I'm excited for you. Um, this is really great work you're doing. All right. Thank you.
You're welcome. Have a good day. Yeah, thanks, Brad, for joining us from uh, the New Jersey area. And we'll uh, take now Susan calling him from uh, the local area. We have uh, from Tacoma. So, hi, Susan. Oh, good morning. Morning. Good morning. morning. What can I do for you? Um, oh, boy. Uh, sometimes I guess I feel my, I'm my own worst enemy. You know, I'm trying to feel joy, but struggling with it. And um, mm-hmm. we've had some challenges in the last year. Because my oh, husband I'm got um, a brain injury. And, you know, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, and a trigger happened when so- someone was in our backyard, and it really messed me up. But mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot better from that. But I still feel like, you know, I know these wonderful things I can do for myself, but I just sit there and just feel sad and anxious. So mm-hmm. and my s- days go from day to day like that. Sometimes good energy, feeling good and moving forward. And other times I just feel... Oh, dull. So I don't like it. I, I, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry those things happened. And I'm so sorry they have made you feel, um, you know, troubled. I'm, I'm very, very sorry. So what I'm going to say, you may not like, you might, who knows. Um, but, it, you know, souls are independent contractors too. They're making their own decisions that are actually really good for them, even if it makes zero logical sense to our brain, like someone having a brain injury. It could be exactly what their soul wanted. In fact, I don't believe there's, you know, accidents in the world. I think that souls are always learning under every circumstance. And so can you, okay, good. So can you celebrate some of the choices that people make? You know, you can still be sad for it. You can still wish things were different. You can still be helpful. But can you have moments where you come into the present moment? Because the present moment, nothing is wrong. Everything's perfect <laughs> the way it is, right? Right, yes. And, and, w- and when we can sit in the present moment, we can then get let go of our frustration or our disappointments or our expectations about how things are supposed to be. Because we all have these, you know, ideas in our brain about how our life is supposed to be or how even other people's lives are meant to be. But souls are powerful and they're having their own experience. So if you could start to have moments like that, that would be amazing. That would be incredible and amazing. I'm going to tell you this story. I don't know why I'm telling you this story. It's, It's not really relatable to your situation, but I had an assistant once who was an animal lover. And she was pulling out of her home area and driving up this big hill in her uh, neighborhood to exit the neighborhood. And she accidentally hit her neighbor's dog and the dog ran into the woods and passed away. And she felt terrible. She told me this after she'd worked for, for me for, I think, a while. And I said to her, the dog wanted to go then. And it, it wanted to be, to have its life ended, surrounded by someone loving it. And she's someone who loves animals and she was just giving it so much love and compassion. And uh, so I told her she needed to honor even how the dog wanted to leave this world and even its reasons behind her being part of the experience of its leaving the world. So I guess what I'm trying to say is you can't really figure out why things happen through the logical mind. And, and there's really not a way to prevent things. When things happen, they happen, and they actually are meant to occur. So those are so powerful. They know exactly what they're doing, and, and they want to have these experiences, especially in a physical realm, so that when we cross over and go to the other side, we have gained 
incredible knowledge that allows us to expand even more in our knowingness. Yes, so if you can celebrate, makes sense, yes. if you can have moments where you can even celebrate what's happened inside of you, that could go a long way to even having the situation improve. Right. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was wanting to do, I've been listening to you for years on and off because you're just so bubbly. You're just a big, a big happy booster listening to you in your, um, how you help people and how you turn things around for them and look at it in a different point of view. And I just love that. So finally, I finally called you. But I was looking at doing maybe one of your workshops and I wasn't sure, well, do, what would you think would be most suitable for me? Do you want to do, and thank you very much for your kind words. Do you want to do in person or online? Absolutely on person. So that's probably the end in of person? October one I was looking at. Yeah, I think that would be perfect for you. Perfect. Yeah. And we're going to work on, you know, we're going to work on even childhood woundology. We're going to go do inner child work because self-love, what prevents us in loving ourselves too, are these events that have occurred in previous lifetimes that kind of sneak up in the current lifetime and kind of wake you up again on this thing that you want to heal. We're, we're going to have a wonderful time. So that's what I would recommend if you want to do in person is to consider that one. Wonderful. Thank you for your help. Mary. You're welcome. And I'll be sending tons of love to you and your family. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Yeah, thanks, Susan, for joining us from the Tacoma area. We'll uh, sneak off to our second break of the hour. We'll do it right now. And uh, you, are, you are listening to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We'll be right back. Hello, this is Marie Manu Cherry. One of the things I love about working with the human energy system is the dance between the chakras and the aura. In fact, as a healer, I always talk to all of my clients' energy all session long. And I love what they tell me. I love what the org field expresses to me in terms of its, of its beliefs, beliefs that could have been there for centuries. And maybe they need an adjustment which could positively affect a chakra or multiple chakras in the body that governs the anatomy of the human form. I'm going to teach a class on this called The Dance of the Chakras and the Aura. That class will be September 27th through December 20th. This 12-week amazing course about the dance of your energy system will help you to learn how to become aware of the messages that are passing through your energy system or those you may work with. Understand how dialogue between the aura and the chakras affects your current reality and previous lifetimes too. Discover how to listen to the aura and the chakras. For more information, visit energyintuitive.com. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here just outside of Seattle. Gorgeous, beautiful Seattle. You know, it was so fun during the Reiki workshop because there were people who traveled, you know, from different parts of the country and they hadn't been to the Northwest and they loved it. Uh, in fact, the person who was my assistant, Raquel Cohen, who came in and did the show with us last week, she had been to Seattle like when she was a teenager, but she hadn't been here for a while. And she said, the trees are really loud here. She kept talking about how loud they were. And of course we were in a state park surrounded by gorgeous evergreens and ferns, but it was so fun to see people um, just so happy about the greenness that we get to experience every single day here. You know, that's why we're okay with the rain. We like the rain, you know, we like it. <laughs> yeah. I think everyone's kind of caught up about the whole like cloudy gloominess, but the thing is, is it's a little misty. I think just that might bother. Misty. That's that. Yeah. yeah I like the mist. Yeah. But yeah, that's why I we like have all the green. 
I know, oh, I know. Okay. <laughs> but we're warming up too, like everybody else in the planet. We have a lot yep. more warm weather. Totally. Um, a lot, lot more sunnier days than we used to be. Yep. Yeah. And we will have some of that this week. So. Uh, really? Well, maybe just a little. This weekend? Yeah. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. okay. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> hey, okay, you've got, who's next? You've got to listen to the weatherman at the beginning of the hour. That would be me too. To the weatherman. That's me. No, I That's me. I know. I, I don't have other things to do, Benny. I'm That's fine. <laughs> I get it. We'll take. Uh, looks like Jennifer, who's calling him from Northern California. Hi, Jennifer. Hello. Thank you so much for this show. I so love this show and appreciate you doing it every week for us. And um, I have a different kind of question. Um, I'm curious your opinion about something, how to feel um, good. I, I wish God could just send me a text with an answer to, you know, what's the right decision to make on some things. I, I had had an ankle injury many years ago and it had healed really well. And then two years ago, um, this coming week, I tripped on a ankle on a weight at the gym that was left next to a machine and then I had a really terrible worst pain in my life kind of sprain and I've had like around $13,000 of like physical therapy two MRIs it still hurts and my best friend's a personal trainer and she says you know you should put in a claim I'm someone who goes to the gym always I used to go every single day and then because it was my right ankle I couldn't drive so I go now every other day still and I'm just so torn because another friend said, if you turn in a claim for pain and suffering, I, I already, my, my insurance covered it. So it's not asking for medical bills. It would be the pain and suffering. And some other people at the gym are saying, you should turn in a claim. And then they, someone says, well, maybe they'll consider your liability and say you can't go well, anymore. And, well, you know, why, why, don't we just talk, why don't we just talk about why people injure their ankles, right? So every body part has its own messages. And God is sending you text messages every single day to everyone. Everyone is getting information from the universe all day long, but very few people take the time to quiet themselves, to learn how to receive the information, to understand it. Very few people, because that takes, uh, you know, force bathing and getting out of your head and, you know, not analyzing and processing and not looking at your logical mind. But I promise you, you're getting all the text messages you could possibly desire coming to you from the earth. So ankles, just like wrists, are about not allowing the universe to support you. You're not allowing the universe to take care of you or nurture you. You perhaps are fiercely independent, which is a lovely thing. I, I, I appreciate that. I'm that type of a person as well. However, I've also broken both of my wrists twice. <laughs> so I know that um, I have to let the universe help me. That's my job. I have to let other people in my life. I have to let them care for me and nurture me and all of those things. It's one of my issues. Anyone who has ankle or repetitive ankle or wrist issues uh, or you know problems, whether it's a fracture or not, that is one of their things they're trying to learn in life is to get out of their way and let people take care of them too. Um, so becoming more vulnerable, um, all of these things would be lovely, but uh, I mean, you could do that thing if you want to. It doesn't sound like you really want to, honestly. You get to make your own decisions in terms of, you know, filing a claim or whatnot. I'm sure that they will happily, uh, because the weight was in the wrong place or something of that nature, I'm sure they'd happily comply. But I think what's more important than any of that is for you to learn to become vulnerable, let people in your life, let people take care of you, and stop being so fiercely independent okay well i feel like there's a part of me that feels like if i don't file a claim i'll feel like a schmuck like i didn't take care of myself but then i also don't want to have negative repercussions at the gym because it's a place you know i go all the time 
I guess I'm wondering, if, can you see if it would cause negative repercussions? I just, I just feel like this is not the topic to be talking about. In other words, it doesn't matter whether you do it or not. It doesn't really matter. I don't think you're going to have repercussions. I just feel like what we need to talk about is the thing that you have resistance about. And that is the main reason why you've injured your ankle over and over and over again or had problems with it is because of everything that I just said. So you can okay. be stay in resistance and not really look at this main thing that you that means you could re-injure your ankle in the future or the other one unless you resolve this issue within yourself, this relationship that you have with yourself where you're not allowing other people in to really care for you authentically. Okay. Well, that, that's very helpful. Thank you. And um, I You're appreciate welcome. your help. I just try You're welcome. to make a decision about the other thing because it's a deadline on you know, Monday. So that's yeah, I'm not going to talk about it. I've already talked about it. So thank okay. you so much. Have a beautiful thank day. You. Have a gorgeous day. Bye -bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Yeah, thanks very much, Jennifer, for joining the show. And we'll take now Maria calling in from the East Side area. I'm assuming that's over here uh, where we are. So uh, Maria, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so glad to be speaking with you today, Marie. I was hoping. Oh, hi, Maria. Hi. I was hoping for a mediumship reading. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is your dad on the other side? Yes. Okay. So, good. Good job, Dad. You know, he <laughs> he knew that you were going to get through to me. He wanted to make sure that I can see him or hear him or feel him. A lot of times on the radio show, even though I'm a strong clairvoyant, when I'm answering questions, it's because I'm hearing things because the show's fast, right? It's really quick. So I have to like hear the information really fast, but um, your father knows it when it comes to pe me reading people on the other side. I really want to see it. Um, he wants me to tell you first and foremost, because that's my job is to translate whatever people on the other side are communicating. He's very sorry he left you. Um, he's very sorry he left you. Uh, he can feel your pain and discomfort about his passing, and he's very sorry. He actually says to me that he, he probably should have taken better care of his health. Do, does that make sense to you? Yes, it does. It definitely. Yeah. Some people just don't, you know, uh, and, and it, some people, it doesn't matter. Even if they take great care of their health, their health can go to, you know, where uh, in an instant and, and not be, you know, not make it easy for us. Um, he says to you that he will, he goes, I want you to know, I will always, always love you. He goes, I adore you even more from the other side. He says, your preciousness, your individuality, your uniqueness, he feels inspired by you. He follows you around and takes notes. Wow. Um, he thinks of you as his teacher right now. How, wow. how long has your dad been gone? Uh, he passed away when I was seven. So I really wow. don't have a lot of memories of him. But yeah. I'm a young child, so I've heard from my siblings story about him yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so don't you love that he follows you around and takes notes uh, mm -hmm. some people do that when they cross over they study people and their family members if they if they want to and they feel encouraged to do so or inspired to do so because some people don't always know how to live well on earth and when they have a family member that does who maybe does inner work or is curious and has more than just a, a kind of a regular life experience, they take notes. Like for example, some people, and this isn't your dad, I, I don't really, he's not talking about this part, but some people aren't great parents. They're not really good at it. 
And so when they cross over and if they have a child who become or a sibling who becomes a really good parent, they'll follow them around and take notes. Yeah. So that, right? Yeah. So, uh, so your, your dad is following you around and taking notes about everything. He says you are one of his greatest teachers. And, and I don't know if you know this or not, but that, you know, you decided before you incarnated in this lifetime that you wanted to have a parent who would die while you were young. Right. Right. And I right? was blessed to have a mom that was awesome, you know, so, I, Aww. you know, Aww. yeah. So that means one of the things you want to learn to really become a master at is surrendering and letting go and getting out of the way. That's okay. one of the things you want to master is letting go. Um, but yeah, your father, yeah, and he is very proud of your mother. He goes, I picked the right person who just can bring it all together, get it all done, take care of everything. <laughs> you know, of course, I'm teasing him. Your dad's funny. He has a good sense of humor. And he does. And I said to him, I go, kind of sounds like most women actually, <laughs> you know, and he goes, okay, okay. We're not going to go down that road. He's being very funny. Um, but I'm like, uh, I kind of look at all the women I know in the, uh, most of them that I know in the world and they kind of do everything. <laughs> um, but your mother, he said, did it with grace and consciousness and love. And uh, she could, he couldn't be more grateful for the way things turned out for his family, despite him being absent when his family was young. Yeah. 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 So letting go, like, what do you mean by letting go? Yeah, that's a good question. So, so when we're letting go surrendering, you don't even have to know what it is that you're holding on to. Most of the things that we hold on to are subconscious. They could be, and most likely are even about past life experiences. So if you could just start to repeat the phrase, what if I surrender? What if I get out of the way? You don't have to know what it means or even what we're talking about. You're just helping to shift the vibration in your body to not hold on to things. And people who hold on to things don't know that they're holding on to things. But right. they might, right. <laughs> right? They might have an idea because maybe they have still an emotional connection to a situation that happened 20 years ago. Or uh, they, like my brother, who's my, my favorite uh, brother sibling is my youngest brother, Walter. He's just, and I do have favorites when it comes to my siblings. Um, he's just a sweetheart. And our mother is forgetting just about everything. And she's a million times happier. My mom used to be kind of a victim consciousness complain all the time type of person. And now that she can't remember what to be upset about, she's happy. It's amazing. I had so much fun with her last weekend. She was just a delight. My brother is not happy that she's forgetting things. And he's trying to remind her no, 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 we're not going to that restaurant. We're going to this restaurant. And then she'll forget in two minutes you know, what, what she's talking about, what, what he was talking about. And so he's going to have to let go of who she used to be and start to embrace who she is now, which is a much happier, more fulfilled individual who's not remembering a bunch of stuff that wasn't really important anyway. So that's just a example. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you so oh, much. Marie. You're welcome. Your, your dad is blowing you kisses mm -hmm. and he's blowing kisses to all of you. Oh, all of you. Thank you so yeah, much. He, he loves you very much. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, thank, have a good day. Thanks, Maria, for joining us from the east side. We only have time for one more caller and we will take Dee, who's calling in from the Texas area. Hi, Dee. Welcome to the show. Hi, Marie and Benny. Thank you for taking my call. Of course. What can I do for you? 
Uh, I just have a question about my health. I've been feeling some kind of dull or back pain around the solar plexus, but it's more on the back. So I want to see if that mm-hmm. looks serious to you or if there's what it means from an energetic level. Yeah, it doesn't look serious to me, but I always encourage people to have checkups, right? Um, yeah. Because, you know, it's just wise, especially if it doesn't go away. But you, you know what you need? And I've, I've said I've said this to a lot of people, actually. Have you ever heard of those vibration plates before? No, I don't think so. Yeah, so there's one by LifePro that's like super affordable. You can get it on Amazon. You stand on it, or you can do postures. You can put your hands on it and do planks. You can sit on it and do crunches, but it vibrates in in different directions and it gets the small muscles in your body to get stronger. I think you're having some muscular atrophy in your body and we need to get these small muscles to start working again. Okay. That's literally what I think is happening. And, and, (laughs) And you could even go to a gym where they have the fancier power plates. They're a lot more pricey and go see if you like it. And if you notice a difference, does it feel right? Some chiropractors have these, uh, vibration plates in their office because it actually gets people's bodies moving and shaking before they do um, adjustments. You could go try it out and see if you like it. Um, but I think that's what you need. So uh, on the energetic perspective of this area of your body, it's, it's about how you are allowing yourself to be seen in the world. That means that you want an upgrade in how you're seen in the world and you might have some resistance to it. Does that make sense? I want, an, I want an upgrade. What do you mean by that? You want to be seen more okay. and you have resistance yes. to it. Yes, it does make sense. So Okay. <laughs> so you could start saying to yourself, what if I feel safe to be seen in the world? What if I can allow my magnificence to shine in every corner of the globe? Yeah. I used to be pretty shy, but I'm trying to come out of my shell. So that makes sense to me. So Good. Okay. Good. All right. That's great. Well, thank you so much. Okay. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. You too. Bye. Yeah. Thanks, Dee, for joining this show. 877-825-8828. Again, for the next time for the show, because we're about to wrap it up. Marie. Yeah. So we have, you know, this, we already talked about a little bit, that deep dive Mm -hmm. into the Essence of Self-Love Workshop in Seattle. It's two days. Um, You'll have a workbook. We're going to break, go into breakout groups. It's going to be beautiful and fun and energizing and really get into that practice of loving yourself that needs to be part of our everyday experience. I have a whole bunch of courses coming up online, psychic coaching and energy healing. And you wanna head over to my website and sign up for that Discover Multisensory Mediumship, this free event that will be um, airing Saturday, October 14th with an encore on Tuesday, October 17th. Uh, Go and sign up. You're gonna love it, love it, love it. It was very fun. I had a lot of fun recording it with Steven. Uh, who is um, the founder of the Ship Network. He makes all these recordings with all the teachers for their free events, and he's a delight to work with. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and thank you, Jen and Benny, for all the work you do. Joyful blessings, everyone. Bye-bye for now. 